0: So, here's the question, in the print and packaging supply chain, how do we deliver new ideas and innovative practices to continually improve your profit, your brand, and your quality? Welcome to The Gamut Podcast, and I am your host, Jeff Collins, Director of Print Technologies for ID Alliance. We are a nonprofit global think tank serving the graphic communications industry with 12 offices strategically located around the world to better support our membership. You can support the Gamut podcast and content like this by becoming a member at ID Alliance by going to www.idealliance.org. I would also like to thank Conicum and Ulta for sponsoring this podcast. They are a world leader in industrial and commercial printing and packaging solutions. On today's Gamut Podcast, we are speaking with Mark George. He is the technical manager for Digital Inkjet Solutions at Barberin. And Mark is speaking with us from Barcelona, Spain. And we'll talk about some amazing solutions that are in line. These are digital quality assurance inspection systems. Mark's going to give us a little background on Barberin and really look forward to talking to Mark today about some of these unique quality solutions That are embedded in the Jetmaster Solutions single pass inkjet for corrugated. Mark, great to have you on today.
1: Hi, Jeff. Uh, First of all, I would like to thank you the patience that you have had. But finally, we can do it. So, my apologies for the inconvenience. But let's go.
0: Well, you've been pretty busy lately, and um, you were out. In the field, working on R and D projects and uh, technical uh, solutions there for some of the things that we're going to talk about today.
1: Yeah, uh, I have to say that uh, in, in during this this last uh, three four years, that I became the, the technical manager. I'm traveling more for for R and D purposes, than not for customer side to uh, fix things and so on. But yeah, I did it. I did it also in the past. Uh, and it was really exciting, also.
0: Yeah. What What are some of the uh, activities that you do as a technical manager uh, in relation to research and development for Barbaran? Can you uh, let our listeners know some of the activities and some of the projects that you're working on in the lines along the lines of research and development?
1: We We have many, many uh, uh, projects that we that we have open because, as you know, we are working in in two main in two main sectors, yep. okay, in two main markets. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is uh, the decoration one related on the on the wood and the furniture. And the second one, uh, it's the it's the packaging uh, where we are supplying to our customers um, the, the digital printing presses and single pass technology always on curated boards to, to, to print on curated boards.
0: Mark, can you give us a little background of the history of Barbaran and how they evolved into a uh, really a high tech digital solutions company for the print and packaging industry as well as decorating
1: yeah of course well Barran was founded in 1929 and it's it's a family business with around 180 workers we are located in castle fels quite close to to barcelona spain Mm -hmm. and i have to say that our main sector had always been wood and decoration until a few years ago when we entered the packaging sector with our digital presses for corrugated cardboard we have always tried to to provide the most advanced technology technological solutions to our customers, not only in the digital printing division, also in the laminating, in the wrapping and coating divisions, because mm-hmm. we, we we do more things that, than digital printing, okay? But I think that it's important to mention this because all this industrial knowledge has has nurtured the, the development of Barber and digital print technology. As I said before entering the packaging sector, we were totally focused on the furniture and decoration sector, with just a single exception that was a, a graphic printing of fruit boxes, which here in Spain, as in other European countries, are made mostly out of of plywood, okay? But let's talk about our beginnings in digital printing, okay? Uh, The furniture sector is closely linked to, to the construction sector, and this is also linked to the ceramic sector. Right. Although we had followed the, the evolution of this technology in several sectors, but it was not until the end of 2006, more or less, when we saw that single-passage printing was an industry idea in the ceramic sector. The only question we, we had was whether the printing quality would be sufficient to meet the the, the quality standards of the furniture sector. Mm -hmm. We believe that it was a path that we should start as soon as possible because at that time the technology, as you know, evolved a lot year after year. So the advantages of the technology were very clear, they offered flexibility in production, that at that time with Analog Technologies was inimaginable. They eliminated the need of stored cliches, engraved rollers, etc., and they drastically reduced machine preparation times. So that, that's why we start the, the, digital, the digital platform or the digital division.
0: Mark, what are some of the basic and most important points that a a corrugated solution provider needs to know when they're approaching acquisition of digital equipment like the single pass inkjet technology that Barberin provides for corrugated and their traditional litho or uh, flexo uh, shop and And then we have a variety of, uh, different applications in corrugated. Some of them are very simple applications, single color, you know, maybe two or three colors. And then of course we have a, uh, you know, extended gamut, some, uh, uh, you know, many, many different spot colors. So it's a wide range of. Uh, work that can be applied to corrugated? And uh, what, again, are the basic requirements that the solution providers need to be aware of when they're approaching acquisition of digital equipment?
1: For, for me, this, this, is the, this is the most important point, replace. The, the, the word it replaced I mean do we need to replace the, the the analog printing for the digital printing or the digital printing it's thought to to do new things because of course what it happens in, in the digital printing it's what it's difficult to do in flexo normally it's easy to do in digital and what it's easy to do in flexor for example it's difficult to do in in digital in terms of cost more or less it's the same i mean what it's Cheap to do in 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 flexo, for example, in terms of 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 not just uh, printing cost, also about the, the preparation of the machine and so on. Okay, then it's 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 opposite between analog and digital. So yes, when 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 we have customers and and they decided that okay, we will remove that that job from the analog press x and we will do it with the digital uh yes if you have a low volume of of that job yes it can be an option it can be a good choice but if for example it's a, a huge solid board that you have just some small letters and so on um then probably with these kind of jobs uh, the digital printing it's probably not the the, the best option and not the best choice right so so many many customers have to think about that I know that most of them will have the, the ability to talk with the customers and we talk and to talk to the marketing department of the customers because probably this is the most important the most important uh, part okay and we'll have an open door to them and we'll we'll be able to explain them about the digital capabilities okay but I think that this is the the key point most of them, they have just customers with jobs, and they don't have the chance to 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 to, to talk to, to the marketing department of that customers and to explain the advantages of the technology. It's easier to control uh, the color stability, I think, with the digital press than with the analog one. In in terms of, I, I will not enter in, in the kinds of design that that I can make with digital and and I can also make with analog, but it will be more difficult. But they have to understand that in the in the digital the register it's almost perfect between colors
0: yeah if you so. have
1: a good press the res- so you don't have to take care about that you don't have to let some tolerances on the design uh, to because you, you know that from from analog printing you have some some tolerances that you have to respect okay so then mm, all of this needs to be known also in color I mean um color gamut that you can achieve with the with the two extra uh, colors or the three extra colors in case that you use uh, green, violet, and orange. So all of this, I think that can offer a lot of advantages regarding the, the analog technologies, apart from the long run, short run, and so on yeah, uh, that you have mentioned. So
0: what... What are some of the biggest demands as far as quality that you see coming from your uh, potential customers or current customers? Is it uh, demanding, you know, higher resolution, better screening technology, better matching of uh, brand colors, Pantone colors, maybe G7? Is it... um Obviously, registration is not really a big issue, but even digital, uh, we uh, have very demanding requirements for quality. And what do you see those uh, trends as in the uh, corrugated side of the market?
1: Well, um, most of them, uh, or at least... Yeah, most of them they ask for yeah resolution, not not just resolution. They ask uh, mainly on the minimum letter or the minimum uh, text size that they can print. For example, um, they ask also for for the control for the control of the color or the quality inspection the quality inspection systems. Okay, because uh, nowadays, as you know um we have many many inspection systems that are arriving to the market and and they are starting to work in digital and to work in a very reliable way what- i would say that yeah. What well, what's
0: what are some of the s- inspection systems that you guys have deployed now on the uh, Jetmaster? In, in,
1: uh, in, yeah. in, in the Jetmaster division we are working with with two systems in this case. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is more focused for the Deco market and the other one it's focused for the corrugated market. Why? Because in the Deco market um Color accuracy and and its variation when when it's exposed to different types of light are the most important factors in terms of quality. So many times our, our furniture combines printed parts with analog technology and printed parts in digital technology. And the color matching between the two should be perfect. But the color variation to different types of light should also be similar. And this is a key point. As you know, at a certain time of, of or at a second level, all analog and digital inks suffer suffers from metamorphism. Yeah. So in, in most cases the variation is a slightly different depending on the lights. So while well, some, some of them tends to be some greenish with the same light, other ones tends to be some magenta. Right. Okay, so then that is why barbaran is working with with uh, a very little metamerism pinks and using a special colors with a special pigment. but the question is how do we control this in a production line is a single inspection camera enough mm-hmm. today the human doesn't have enough precision in the measurement of color i'm saying to satisfy the demand of the of the customer so in in this case barbaran we are working For we have been working for several months with the multispectral cameras, okay, up to 50 centimeters wide, that allow us to to control the color in production with the precision of a spectrophotometer. And most important, we close the loop. Right. I mean, th- thanks to the collaboration that we have with the RIP, with the RIP provider, the software is able to readjust the color of the design according to a master a master sample digitized uh, digitalized sample with the equipment itself. So the, the in, in, consider that the, the the system it's 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 so precise that you can make color profiles with it
0: amazing you make color profiles with it and does that capture the entire sheet uh you mentioned multi-array of uh spectral devices uh in line so i am assuming that well in addition to color profiles you could do a a variety of other things with that technology. Uh, And again, does it uh, scan the entire sheet? For the entire design, yep. So you're scanning the entire sheet or the entire design. Explain how the quality assurance or quality control, you know, maintaining color consistency from that first sheet out uh, works. Is it uh, gauging quality against a target condition like an ISO standard or grackle or swap, or is it uh, scanning a custom, uh, making a reference of the first, First sheet, second sheet. How does that work?
1: Before doing that, you capture a masterpiece. Okay, so you you capture a sample that you consider that it's the master. I see. Okay, so all of the other ones will be compared to that.
0: So after it captures that master uh, uh, reference, or if it's targeting a, uh, a condition uh, like an ISO standard, how does it control the color uh, throughout the run? That, yeah. that allows that
1: it's, to happen. It's, it's, it's creating, uh, yeah, it's, it's more or less like creating a new profile. <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean, what, what, what it does is that, uh, it's, it's analyzing some parts of the design by itself. Okay. Mm-hmm. Some parts of the, of the, of the core of the color patches. And uh, because, uh i mean when i say color patches i mean color areas we don't have patches on the design okay but he's he's comparing some some part of the of the design with the masterpiece and he's uh reprofiling the the um, the system again okay and he can adapt that design to the new, to the new, to the new condition, to the new printing condition to match as, uh, as much as it's possible to, to the masterpiece.
0: Now, okay. a quick question on that. If uh, I'm trying to uh, envision this because it is a podcast. So I want to try to describe this in words, the process. If okay. uh, am I. Uh, Once I have that masterpiece and that that is, you know, scanned or captured by the camera and I understand what the control points need to be uh, in the profile, then do, you know, uh, if there's a shift during the run, does the press uh, stop and then recalculate the profile and then begin again? Or is this done on the fly and then eventually it comes back to color after several sheets how to uh, describe how that would work in real time.
1: Well, you, you have, you have a certain level or a certain margin that you let the system to, to keep, to keep printing. Okay. Okay. Uh, and if that level is exceeded, let's say, it, then uh, the the system itself uh, it's reprofiling, it's creating the new image, and it's printing by himself uh, the new the new the new the new image. Okay? And what, what happens so to that,
0: the what happens to the sheets that may not be in tolerance? Does it uh, flag them somehow so that yes, the operator?
1: we have a diverter, we have a diverter in the line. Okay. And we, and we exclude those, those pieces from the, from the line. There are several ways to work because sometimes you're trying to fix something in color that it's it's a primary problem or it's a uh a, a, a repress uh problem let's say it okay so then uh, you can choose in the software what to do okay you I can see. you can select and you can define some margins between these and that you do this uh if the delta e is bigger than um, x value then stop the line put some warning and let's let's uh, let's check the, the primer station or the curing level or whatever. I mean, there are several, several ways to, to work with, uh, with the system.
0: And does does the inspection system also flag, uh, image flaws, like maybe a stitching error or jet out and maybe a streak or a band. Maybe I have the color perfect. Does it also pick up image flaws and, uh, and flag that as well?
1: The solution that we have for corrugated, yes. In this case, we have uh, the, the the ABT system. So this, this inspection system allows us to control the print register, the, the the missing nozzles, the the tonalities problems, or the tonalities uh, different tonalities you can have. Uh, the printing alignment against the board position and, and in the near future, because ABD is working on that also, uh, the support capable of checking the correct printing of design according to the digital PDF file in this case. So this is important because it will allow us to determine if all the parts of the design have been printed correctly. Right. Logos, so, decks, yeah. Etc. And what, okay. a,
0: you know, sometimes we have issues when we're uh, separating the file at the rip where uh, a logo yeah. may not overprint, Print correctly, so it's. Uh, is it going using that PDF master before, prior to being separated or put through the RIP as the, uh, you know, to the, the check for proper content to make sure that it's been processed correctly. So if there is missing exactly. type or or a logo, it, it, it will catch or capture that.
1: Yes, is idea. This idea Excellent. of the yeah. software. So, a uh,
0: quick question on the, uh, again, going back to color. Um, when you mentioned a digital master. As far as the the, the the color target condition, what about industry standard conditions like the ones that uh, Ideal Alliance has published, the RPC one through seven, your you know G seven based data sets, so like Grackle two thousand thirteen or Swap or, or any of those? Um, how does it? Uh, I would assume that. You can have, designate that as the master color uh, target condition and can it control that and gray balance in line with the system that you just
1: mentioned? Yes, of course. And, and it's focused on that also, I have to say, not just to, to check uh, the, the uh, design itself also uh to to work with this kind of patterns of special patterns okay this is what 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 they are working on okay and i think that they will have a solution before drupal because as you know now all of them all our suppliers and also us we are working for drupal exhibition to present new things and so on yes okay but but yes the the idea is it's not just to 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 check the 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 printing design itself uh also for for these special patterns as you have said
0: i see okay. so you guys uh Barbarin was very gracious and i want to uh, thank you for hosting g7 expert certification that was conducted back in june in barcelona and we had several uh people from uh Barbarin and along with alan larla and ron ellis uh that was a uh, uh a class that uh, we had the experts certified um What was the feedback from that course? Did you, were you able to talk to some of the attendees from Barbaran and, uh, what from that, from that, uh, uh, class, uh, how has that impacted what you guys will do and present at Drupa?
1: Well, as, as as you know, in, in this case, this training was was of course focused for the European customers. I have to say that uh, G7 it's 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 well focused on the United States, and and we are trying to um, also with with ID Alliance, we are trying to introduce this these this standard or this standardization in in. I mean, most of them were very excited about uh, at least, or finally, to uh, to have some standard supply in the in their facilities. Not just with single pass printing, of course, uh, mm-hmm. also with multi pass and so on. That because most of them uh, at that time had uh, multi pass systems. Okay, so they were very excited about that, and I have to say that the feedback was very very positive. And I I think that probably next next year we will also organize another one here in and with Alan and so on. No, because uh, I, I would like to talk about a little bit about the, the G7 certification, okay, because... Since we entered the integrated printing industry in the United States, uh, many of our customers asked if our printer complied with the G7 specification. Mm-hmm. Being relatively new in the packaging industry, we, we didn't know which were the, the most used printing standards. So over time, we, we started detecting understanding more or less how important it is to be able to ensure that, that our teams follow more or less the rules of the game. Yeah. So first to ensure that colors are reproduced with expected fidelity, that it's not easy. And in this way, both of our customers and, and, and the agencies that, that we collaborate with them, uh, they, they, were, they they asked for the G7 specification and we didn't know at all what, what was that. Okay, So that's why we did the first training in G7 to understand, first of all, uh, the, the scientific basis and, and to know how to integrate that in our printing solution. Uh, and the second step, as you said, it was uh, last June uh, that that we host an open training in our facilities uh, to do that. So okay. um, this training was 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 very interesting because the systems were 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 very were very different, I have to say. From we had in manufacturers to brand companies, we had color measurement equipment staff mm-hmm. that were, that were asking also for the G7 specification customers of course color consultants that probably are are the best publishers of, of of the G7 okay and another point that is very that's very important it's a core management software uh, technicians because of course we can do uh, a lot of things and we can work a lot on the on the G7 certification but at the end uh, the RIP software has to uh, integrate that certification process in the in the software yes okay so that was that was very important for us so we were able to talk and discuss uh, about the challenges in maintaining the core consistency that probably was was one of the key point of the, of the, of the, of the hosting of the training, let's say, because most of them, they were really, 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 uh, worried about this. And they explain us several, several, several cases from Coca-Cola from, from other brands, okay. That depending on, on some countries, they had some differences, small differences in the color that should not be, but it was. And, and and it was really difficult for them from them uh, to to control this at at, at this level. I mean, yeah. I I can understand that it can be easy to control this uh, in 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 a country, let's say, but in a in a in a in a different country's level, it can be more more difficult. And also, and, and finally to close this, uh, I would like to thank the, the ADE Alliance for the invitation to our uh, colorimetry manager, Isaac Contreras, to become involved in the ADE Alliance Print Properties and Colorimetry Committee, because I have, to re- I have to recognize that he's very excited on this.
0: Oh, absolutely. Isaac Contreras, your colleague there at Barbarin, uh, is an excellent addition to the print properties and color metric council at ID Alliance and look forward to working with him, uh, as we move along and I look forward to seeing you at Drupa, Mark. I can't wait to see the inspection system that you just described, uh, that can make profiles on the fly, correct color. It just sounds amazing to me. I haven't seen one of the Jet Masters run yet. So looking forward to Uh, uh, taking a look at those uh, devices there at Drupa this year and also look forward to hopefully seeing you at a G7 expert certification course uh, in Barcelona uh, sometime this year Mark take care and I appreciate your time today
1: thanks also for you Jeff thank you very much
0: Thanks for listening to the Gamut Podcast. If you have ideas, suggestions, or would like to join us or even sponsor future podcasts, simply email me at jcollins at idealliance.org. That's J-C-O-L-L-I-N-S at idealliance.org. Take care and have a productive day.